Hey. Hello. <laughs> uh, this is Crime in the Coconut. I'm Amanda. And I'm Ashley. This is my week to, to talk about some stuff. To do the thing. I'm not as organized as Ashley is. She is. She's lying. But I, I feel like it works out pretty well. We have our dynamics. Um, we got our coconut cups here. Here we go. You want to clink them? That was a little bit better. Yeah. The titanium straws really add something. <laughs> yeah. You really got to like punch them. They do. They're plastic. Sorry, guys. <laughs> If you missed the episode where I gifted these to Amanda, go listen to episode two, which was also Amanda's episode. Yes. So, the this... needle pulling thread. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. Mine this week is on the Yuba County Five. Uh-huh. Actually, uh, I really liked doing this one more so than the Club Kids one. Mm hmm. Because the Club Kids one was a lot more in-depth than I wanted it to be for my first one. But this one was, like, just the right amount of suspicious. There's theories. It's a good mystery. Yeah. The first one was pretty straight cut. But uh, the Yuba County Five is also referred to the American... How do you say that? Dyatlov. Dyatlov. That's probably not how you truly say it, because it's Siberian, but whatever. American Yatlov Pass. I don't... That was terrible. We're very uncultured (laughs) here. I'm sorry. We're just American... (laughs) But if you don't know what that, the Dyatlov Pass is, it's when, like, a bunch of Russians get lost in the mountains. Stay tuned, because we're going to fucking do that one. It's a pretty cool one. <laughs> it's one of my favorite ones. Uh, I think I watched a movie on it once. It was very, like, it's not so true. Good. But it was yeah. good. It was, like, the, the time travel stuff. Yes. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a deep, deep dive, and so this is just the beginning. I think it was just called The Pass. Probably. I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Man. That Oof. one was... I also like Chernobyl Diaries. Oh my god, don't even get me started on Chernobyl. <laughs> and like, Ugh. those aren't, they're not good movies, but I like them. They're trashy and I'm here for yeah. it. <laughs> they're just, I don't know, they're not funny, but they're just weird. That's why I like we're them. He- we're here for the weird. Yeah. Here at Crime in the Coconut. Yes. I was thinking about that the other day too. Like, one, we talk about true crime, but it's also like, sometimes cuckoo batshit crazy, or if you will, coconuts. Oh. So, anyway, that was stupid. <laughs> Tell your story. <laughs> okay, so, uh, alright. So these five guys, um, I know the typical thing is for everyone to do last names. I, I did, that's kind of hard, though. I did first names, because yeah. I was like... We're on a first name basis with these people. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're dead, so... Yeah. <laughs> Hope they don't mind. Okay, so, um, five men go missing, and four are found dead, and the last one, who is Gary, uh, Matthias, has not been seen since. We're off to a roaring start. So, the roaring 20s. I was gonna make that joke, I'm so happy you did. Um, so, uh, they're all around the same age group, they're between ages 24 and 32. So, it, what is it, anti-middle age crisis? Midlife crisis? Was anti before? I don't know. I took Latin. You think I know Retro this. means before. Retro? Retro middle life crisis. Yes. Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this took place in 1978. So, just before the 80s. So, it was quite a bit of time ago. Mm-hmm. This group considered or was consisted of uh, Bill Sterling, Jack Hewitt, Ted Wheeler, Jack Madruga, and Gary Matthias. Um, so you have Bill, Jack H, Ted, Jack M, and Gary. Gary Matthias is the one who was never seen again, who is my theory of suspect. Mm, I've never heard that before. I'm excited. 
they all these men had uh, mental slash psychiatric issues. Mm, so they all still lived with their parents. They were all in this like disability basketball team together. But everyone, every single one of them had was chalked down to learning disabilities, so they were just a little slower. Yeah. But Gary had schizophrenia. Yikes. And he and he served in the war. So or in the military or in the military or whatever. So so, major yikes. (laughs) That was not on purpose. That was funny. (laughs) I like that one. Um (laughs) but uh if you put it into like a patriarchy type thing, I feel like Gary was the leader in a way. Because he was not to poo-poo on mental health because I got some mental health issues, but he was the craziest of the crazies, basically. Well, I don't and, think the other know. guys are crazy. I think they were just a little slower cognitively versus yeah. Gary was probably better cognitively, but was actually crazy. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, they all lived with their parents. They were all on a basketball team called the Gateway Gators. Oh. And uh, they had their first game of a week-long tournament February 25th. So everything started February 21st. Or 24th. So this was a day before they went missing. So the night before their week-long tournament, they decided to go and see the University of California game, which is a basketball game, Mm -hmm. just to, like, I don't know, hang out as friends or whatever, get hyped for the game or whatever. Get hyped. But then they they went to a... It was like a grocery store, like a corner store, Mm -hmm. bought some snacks. That's important. Drove out into the National Forest, and they were never seen again. Well, not never seen again, but they were dead. They were never seen alive again. Yes. Some of them never seen again. Yes. So, Jack M. was the only one who had a license to drive, so they always took his car. So, it wasn't like any of them... I mean, maybe they were driving, but he they took his car. Got it. So, they go into a convenience store around 10 p.m. to get snacks, and the clerk remembered them coming in fairly well because she was all pissed off that a group of five people came in so close to closing. Mm, and, I can relate. <laughs> and, uh, and delayed her to close up shop. So, her testimony and, like, her sighting was pretty, like, credible because yeah. she was like, I remember these guys coming in. Because it fucking pissed me off. <laughs> yeah. After that, uh, their empty car was found in a remote part of Pluma's National Forest. I think it was the day after. My dates are all messed up on this, but I'll, I'll come back to it. Mm-hmm. But it, their empty car was found relatively close to when they went missing. Because mm-hmm. everybody was like, how do five men who are super into basketball miss the basketball tournament? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It had no indication from them heading towards or from Yuba. So it was kind of just like out of the way. Okay. Like, so it wasn't like they were going through to get to a certain spot. The, right. They were just like... There was no real direction that yeah. they could tell they were going. There were no indications of anything being wrong with the car or any reason for them to abandon it. Never so it, it still worked. They could have... If they got stalled, they could have just pushed it because they're five grown men. Yeah. And it would have been fine. Then they were not seen for another four months <sighs> when, because uh, it was snowing during the time. Mm-hmm. So the car was found because... Usually a car doesn't get buried in snow very easily. And if it does... But their, but their bodies were buried in the snow. Yeah. But their bodies were found, like, 20 miles away from the car. Mm. Man, they made it fucking far. Yeah. They were found near a trailer camp shelter used for backpackers that was very deep in the woods. Yeah. So three of the men mm. were found... Uh, it was Bill, Jack... Both Jacks. Bill and Jack H and Jack M were found outside of the trailer... And there was basically nothing left of their remains because Aww. of, like, scavenging animals who had, yeah. like, been eating them under and the... decomposition. Yeah. They were determined to have died of hypothermia. Mm. And then Ted's body was found inside the trailer. 
An autopsy determined his cause of death was starvation and hypothermia. And uh, they said that he survived three months after they initially went missing. So he had died fairly recently. Wow. But the weird part was that this trailer that he was in had ample supplies for other backpackers. So he could have survived, but, like, there was food and everything in there. But he just, like, didn't eat or didn't, like, start a fire. Oh, man. So Ted's shoes are missing and Gary's shoes were found a little bit away from the trailer, suggesting that... Gary also survived about the same amount of time Ted did. Yeah. So I'm assuming after Ted died, Gary was like, all right, I'm a bounce. Yeah, like, the deed is done. Yes. Well, I don't think he, like, obviously there's no sign of aggression, so I don't think Gary killed, like, deliberately killed these guys. Yeah. But uh, I'll get to that later. So uh, only two sightings were credible enough to take seriously, like, via the police reports. One man had driven to the area the evening of the 24th, so this was... The same night the guys went out there. After they got snacks. Yes, after they got snacks. They went, he went out to, like, check this cabin for his family to make sure it was okay for them to go, like, the following weekend or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, a family trip or something. Mm -hmm. He got stuck in the snow, and he was trying to, like, push his car out of the snow and realized he was having a mild heart attack. So he got back into his car and was, like, basically just, like, in the warmth of his car, like, trying to die. (laughs) Six hours later, he noticed headlights pull up behind him. And he saw a group of people and identified one person as a woman holding a baby. I also said I'm unsure of how true this is because I also read a theory that one of the guys had longer hair. And if maybe, like, if this guy was having a heart attack, he's probably a little... Loopy. Yeah, and, like, if you saw this guy with long hair and holding something, maybe he thought, like, it was a woman holding a baby or something. Right. Because, like, never again is there ever, like, a mention of a woman holding a baby. Yeah. So, I think it was just, like, he was hallucinating a little bit. And was this at, like, nighttime? Yeah. Okay. But when he called out for them to help, uh, they all fell silent and then shut the headlights off. Oh, shit. So. Don't go in a forest, guys. Like, that's the PSA for this episode. <laughs> Forests are cool. I go into the forest, but... uh, At nighttime, not so much. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I I read a documentary on, like... Or watched a documentary or something about, like, the theory of the Mothman. Oh, man, I fucking love the theory of the Mothman. I do, too. Anyways, I think it's just a really big owl, to be honest. I agree with you. I think it's one of those... What are those freaking things called? Like, the barn owls or the tawny No, no, no. There's, like, this... The horned owls. No, there's a different owl. It's, like, a big-ass, like, fucking bird... And it's got this mouth that, like, takes up its whole face, and it, like, looks, it looks scary. So I feel like if you saw it in the dark, you'd be like, what the fuck? Catch us on our first cryptid episode of The Man. <laughs> yes, probably. <laughs> so anyways, like, when you're in the dark, you're already freaked out. Like Your mind can make anything. Which makes me think that, like, even if that was the guys, they probably, like, you hear some guy calling out in the woods, like, I would... <laughs> My headlights would be off. <laughs> right, I would shut up, too. So I don't think they were deliberately trying not to help this guy. I think they were just scared. Yeah. Plus, they had... Poor mental health. Yes. Shortly after that, he saw a group of flashlights, and then he called up to those people, and they also shut their flashlights off. Mm -hmm. In the morning, he walked to get help, and he was fine. Like, this guy, like, he was cool. Spoiler alert, he lived. Yeah. (laughs) One of the boy's mother, Ted, said it wasn't like her son to not help somebody in need. Mm. So, I feel like maybe they were just freaked out and didn't know what to do. I get to that later, too. Then, another woman in a small town 30 miles from where the car was abandoned, I think it was called Brown Town or something like that. <laughs> Brown, I don't know. Bra- sorry. I don't Brown know why Town. I Brown Town. <laughs> it was something like that. But, um, <laughs> she said that on March 5th. So, this was, they went missing February 24th. Wow. Okay. So, this was on March 5th. So, just a couple weeks later. That she saw four of the five men in her store buying snacks. More snacks. Because there had been, like, 
posters and everything yeah. like around and she said that she recognized them based on their like their expressions yeah Local authorities say she was a credible witness, and the boy's mother said that they thought it was strange for them not to care about missing their basketball game. This is what I'm saying. Something shady shitty had to have happened that they would miss that. Right, because it's one thing if you're just lost and you can't find your way, and, like, you just happen to die on, like, while being lost. But it's another thing if, like, it's after something important to you, and you come into contact with civilization and you're not asking for help. Right. Or you get stranded and you find something with supplies and you do not touch them. Yeah. Well, the theory behind that is that the boys, they're, they're men, but mentally they're boys. The guys. Um, they broke a window to get into this trailer. Mm-hmm. And, like, they had a fireplace in there too and they didn't use that either. Wow. And the theory behind that is that they were already guilty because they thought they broke into some place yeah. and they didn't want to steal more of their stuff. Oh, so much better than me. I would have eaten it all. Yeah. Like day one, all of it gone. <laughs> You're like, oh, all right, I'm full, but <laughs> yeah. next week I'm about to die. <laughs> yeah. It was worth it. I wonder too if maybe if, it, if they really did die of hypothermia, because I know that, and we'll talk about this in the Dial Off Pass episode, hypothermia can cause you to go crazy. Yeah. So and I it, wonder... If, if these guys were on meds, and they've been missing for an X amount of time. They haven't been on their meds. Man, if I miss my antidepressant for two days, I'm, like, yeah. dizzy. It can, it can like, mess with your rational thought. Yeah. So that's what I'm kind of chalking it up to. So Ted, who was found inside the cabin, had been found on the bed wrapped in eight blankets. Damn, he was trying to live. Yeah, but they said that he had really bad frostbite and gangrene, oh, so no. he wouldn't have been able to wrap himself up. So I'm assuming oh. Gary wrapped him up and then left him. Oh, man. Or wrapped him up and then realized he was dead and then left him. Mm. Because on the end table right next to Ted, it had all of his personal belongings. Like oh. his wallet, pictures, things like that. Yeah. The more I talk about this, the more sad it sounds, because it sounds like a bunch of... Uh, mentally ill men getting lost and, and dying. dying. <laughs> it's sad no matter what, but it is sad when you put that spin on it. Yeah. So, it seemed like no effort was made on any of the men's parts to survive. Uh, this was chalked up to be their mental disabilities, which made them lack common sense at times. And since they had been gone for a while, they would not have been taking their medications, which I already said. Mm-hmm. So, theory-wise, this is my own personal theory, like, when I first heard it. But the more I talk about it, you start thinking of different things. Mm-hmm. So theory-wise, my first thought was that Gary, the guy that they never found, killed them. But when you look at the evidence, they died of natural causes. So I think it was deeper than that. I think Gary had schizophrenia, and I'm sure the other men were very susceptible to persuasion. Yeah. Um, I think Gary convinced the other men that they had to keep running or go somewhere or do something specific, uh, which might have explained why they died following him, yeah. if that were the case. A sub-theory is that he was trying to visit his cousins who lived in Forbes Town, which is the direction they were heading. Okay. So, if they were lost, like, there's, like, a... I don't know what it is, but it's a certain pattern that people follow when they're actually lost, where they kind of almost go in circles. Okay. These guys were heading, like, for something. Okay. So, someone said that Gary's cousins had lived in a town on the other side of the woods. So they were trying to cut through the woods, and, possibly. Yeah, and they, they think that maybe Gary was going to, like, celebrate with his cousins or bring them back for their game or something uh, like that. Okay, okay. That's just a, a small theory. Yeah. Another theory is that uh, they got lost and couldn't find their way back. Their pattern suggests that they were heading, well, I said that, in a specific position. Also, if they were at the gas station of the 4th, they would have asked for help. 
Right. That's the mystery of it, because other than that, there's no other theories and no, like, possible reasons as to why they just died. Why why they just stopped. And yeah. here's the thing with, like, the cousins in Forbstown. Why wouldn't you just finish taking the car if the car is okay to mm-hmm. get there? Why would you stop and go through the woods? I mean, I know the By fastest foot. way to any destination is a straight line, but why? <laughs> it's the middle of winter in Northern California. Right. I, th- I read another theory somewhere. I didn't read too much into it. There are these things called, like, bobcats or something, mm-hmm. and they're, like, basically snowmobiles. Yeah. The police said, like, the day at like, it's, like, the tw- 25th or something is like the day after with it missing they actually got lost in the woods on the bobcats like their bobcats had broken down or something yeah so another theory was that when the guy when the guy's car broke down or like when they stopped the car mm-hmm. um they got spooked by that guy in the car and the yeah. other car and that they tried to follow the bobcat tracks on foot and then got lost so that would be so sad when especially like if you're you know mentally ill you're not on your meds that's another thing i think i'm pretty rational but when I'm lost in the woods, I got lost in the woods recently. And you get fucking terrified. Yeah. It's yeah. scary. Uh, I went to go dog sit for Mitch's sister's little dog. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's go to, down this, like, trail by her house. Mm-hmm. And it had, like, a lot of, like, forks. Yeah. And I went down, like, picking raspberries and stuff. I'm like... Doing the damn thing. <laughs> yes. I'm like, going and, like, I'm going to head back because it's getting dark. And I took the wrong turn. So I'm, like, wandering around these woods. There's bugs everywhere. Ugh. As far as I can see, like, it was, like, pine trees, too, like, skinny pine trees, so I could see really far through the mm-hmm. woods, and I couldn't see anything I recognized. There was no road, there was no stream, nothing. That's terrifying. And I so I just started running. Like, oh, I, oh, my God. I had a dog, and I was, like, I was like, I'm just going to run. I'm like, I can't stay in here because I was going to eat alive by bugs. So I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to pick one direction and run. But then I'd, I'd run for an X amount of minutes and then look around and be like, I think I remember this way, and I'd go right. And, like, instead of just running one direction... Eventually, I pulled up my, the phone on my map and, like, just found a road and just, like, went on there. But, like, I was dead-ass lost. Oh, room. my God. And it was getting dark. This is the story of how Amanda almost died. <laughs> oh, my God. I got lost in Sand Run one time with my ex-boyfriend and his parents. And when I say lost, I mean, like, we ended up in, like, Hudson by the time we came out. And shit you not. And, like, I had to walk back to the front of the park. Oh, my gosh. It was bad. But that was the middle of the day. I wasn't that scary. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. No, thank you. Stay out of the woods, people. But like, like when you're when you're lost, you're so desperate to look for something you yeah. recognize. You're just like, yeah, that stick looks familiar. I just go that way. Right. And it causes this like circular motion because right. you don't feel comfortable going straight in one direction. And that's why you start to go in a circle because you recognize seeing the same things over and over and over again. You're like, yep, I remember that. Just don't remember when. Yeah. Oh, rest in peace, fellas. This happened in like the seventies, so. Gary would be, like, 40-ish now, late 40s. Oh, my God, yeah. So he would still be alive, and they haven't found his remains yet. Oh, man. So, but uh, they also, his parents put out, like, flyers to every institution Mm -hmm. in California Mm -hmm. to look for him, and they never turned up with anything. Oh, poor Gare Bear. So who knows where he is. Yeah, but if he's got schizophrenia, too, perhaps he doesn't. But then again... If you are at a place that can document you, they, their parents would have found his parents would have found him. Well, yeah, they would have had his picture. Yeah. Oh, I hope he's not just like a homeless man hunting in the forest. I kind of feel like he just died. Uh, he probably I, did. I feel like the animals just got him. Because if Ted died in the trailer of hypothermia, I'm sh- and they found Gary's shoes not too far away. Yeah. I guarantee Gary probably died not long after that. And animals got him. And they just couldn't find his body. Yeah. I don't know what kind of 
animals were in that forest, but if it was like a bear or coyotes, they definitely might have dragged him into a den and they never found his body. If you are a listener, so either my dad or another one of our family members, <laughs> um, look up if there's mountain lions in Northern California. Oh. This was uh, not too far from Chico, which is where one of our friends live. A mutual acquaintance, if you will. Yes. So um, if you find Gare Bear, tweet us. <laughs> Go to the Paloma National Forest. Yes. Find him. Bring him home. His parents are probably dead? Question mark? But if they're not, no, they're I, ooh, I don't know. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. I don't know. Oh. That don't, makes me sad. Don't do me... that. Don't go looking for a ghost. He's definitely probably dead. <laughs> yeah, don't do that to yourself <laughs> because then we're going to have to cover a podcast on how you died. We were like, yeah, so we love this podcast. It's like a treasure, treasure hunt for this guy. And then... Treasure <laughs> Gary's treasure. <laughs> oh, uh, it makes me excited for DLF Pass. I'm so I'm so excited for that. That is a good one too. Yeah, that might be an extra long episode where like I cover some stuff, you cover some stuff. Because yeah, we could probably do like uh, a like a partnership on it yeah. and just both cover it. Because like yeah. I've got lots of theories. Oh my god, so many. There's so many YouTube videos. One of them videos. is aliens. Ooh, <laughs> that's my favorite. One. Actually, I take it back. I think my favorite one might be. Um, I like Russian experiments. The Russian too. experiment. I'm very here for that. Yeah. Pay attention for the Dyatlov Pass episode because wow, we're gonna try to not hit our our heavy hitters all at once because we're gonna need to save them. But yeah. there's so much fucked up stuff in the world. I don't think we'll ever run out of things. Probably not. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so the moral of the story is, take your medication. And if you have an important basketball game the night before, just stay home. Don't get some it. Get some rest. Be ready for that game in the morning. Postmate your snacks. Don't leave the house. Yeah. <laughs> they liked chocolate milk. That was like a common... You fucking too. They love... Like, that was what they got was chocolate milk. Oh, you're right. They were like boys. I know. They're so sad. Yeah, they're probably really sweet guys. Oh, some real sweet guys. <sighs> All right. So this is a little shorter episode, but I think that's okay. It is Okay. Short, sweet, and to the point. Not sweet at all. It was really fucked up. But. Yeah. Well, thank you. That was very good. That concludes the end of month one. Yeah, February. I, um. So thank you if you've made it this far and you're not a family member and don't feel obligated to listen to us. Stay tuned for next week's episode. My family probably won't listen to this at all. My dad will, but that's <laughs> probably it. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye.